What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the show, sponsored by GorseNexus.com. And of course, uh, they are a premier sponsor, but let's not forget about our glorious partner, Fairly Decent Golf. Instagram, TikTok, check out Bobby and Fairly Decent Golf. Uh, we love you, Bobby. Keep up the great work. Very proud of you. So, busy week. Um, I got a question for everybody. Have you heard about this ungrateful woman? But don't worry, there's political news to bring you back down into the swamp and mire of shit, and that's coming. Don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> don't worry. What, what will you guys you know, talk about this stuff? Well, you know, neighbors, sometimes we don't want to be too depressed for, you know, 45 to 50 minutes. But we'll, well, don't worry. We're going to get some shit on your shoes. You're going to get to walk through it. You're going to, you're going to wade through shit. But it's coming. But anyway, look, a different version. There has been this woman who got a lot of heat for publicly shaming a gentleman who took her on a first date to the Cheesecake Factory. Okay? (laughs) Now. What's wrong with that? I'm getting there. Okay. Apparently, she has faced backlash from the public community. Um, She still insists she deserves to be treated like royalty by her suitors. For those of you that are not familiar with what this woman looks like, I'm going to go ahead and do a sure screen. Okay. So that you could see what this hussy looks like. Okay. Okay. Now, I've had sexual intercourse with better looking men than this woman. That's not true. I've never had sex with a guy, but there's better looking men than she is a woman. Um, this is her. This is the hussy. She refused to get out of her car because her date took her to the Cheesecake Factory. Hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to go ahead and just say that the disrespect to the Cheesecake Factory right, is unwarranted. Right. Fucking disrespect. <laughs> the you, disrespect. You come to my family's front door and you insult my family, the fucking disrespect. <laughs> the fucking cojones on this guy. Yeah, you got a lot of bulls, kid. You don't want to come in here and sit with my grandma's gravy. <laughs> I uh, oh yeah, Matthew Perry died. I forgot about that. Yeah, he, um, um, so I hated friends. I thought I hated was, it too. I, I, I hated that. I'm just, I know there's a lot of people that love that show. I fucking hated that. Sh- hate it, and to this day, still hate it. Nothing against Matthew Perry. That sucks. Homeboy probably OD'd on something and drowned in a hot tub. But well, here's the thing: there's two kinds of people. There's Seinfeld people, and then there's Friends people. And I'm a Seinfeld guy. I'm a Seinfeld guy, just because I think Larry David's a fucking genius and he's very funny. See, the funny thing is, is like I'm I'm not particularly into Seinfeld, but I do like. Uh, Curb your enthusiasm. Curb your enthusiasm. Yes. And and I realize that sounds silly saying that because it's Larry David. It's the same dude right in the show. It's just Larry David's in the show. I just, I find, uh, man, (laughs) I'm having a brain fart again. It's okay. (laughs) What's the goddamn name of the show? Friends. Or Seinfeld, or Curb Your Enthusiasm. Curb Your Enthusiasm. There we go. Ah, it's too many words, and my brain just whooshed it, it word out. Word salad. Darn. Right? Curb Your Enthusiasm. 
I yeah. do like I do like that. Like it's that a quality show. Better. But anyways, back to the topic: the Cheesecake Factory. So the disrespect. the disrespect that this woman, this unmitigated gall angel. Yeah. Do you think that this African American lady? Is a good-looking woman. Now, I, her tits I, are out. She's looking like she wants to get out there. I can't tell what she looks like because of the glasses on her face. This um, is what she looks like on the right-hand side. Uh, can you, like, zoom in? Because I, it's hard to see. That's her on the right-hand side. I mean... She deserves to be treated as royalty. I, I don't know what to say to that. Because, I mean, she's not, like, over-the-top beautiful... <laughs> Let me let me counter this by saying that I've never gone into the Cheesecake Factory and not felt like royalty. Right? There it is. There it is. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Number one, the Cheesecake Factory is pretty awesome. Number two, the Cheesecake Factory ain't that goddamn cheap. It ain't like a motherfucker took you to McDonald's on a fucking first No, day. No. I can see being insulted by that. I, agree. I could see, I could see that. I, I would sympathize with her, but the cheesecake factory. Where the fuck girl. are you supposed to take somebody? Right, like what the, the fuck? What do you want, man? What, what, what do you want? It's funny you should ask that. So she was like, "This is not. This is um, you know, embarrassing <laughs> to take me there. Um, I, I deserve to be treated like a queen." Um, she, you know, said that he did not see. Uh, her value in that moment, she felt like she needed the support of her viewers on TikTok to, um, you know, to, to, to keep her, you know, elevated spirits. Uh, she had not taken her uh, dates feelings into consideration and she wasn't necessarily malicious or anything. End quote. She wasn't necessarily malicious or anything. No, but she was ungrateful as fuck. That's true. That is true. Now, while you're asking that question, and I'm glad that you did, where is it acceptable to take people, someone on a first date? Okay. Now, I want to let everybody know, for those of you that are not from the United States of America, we have quite a few listeners in Austria. We have quite a few listeners in the United Kingdom. Uh, we have people in France. We've got people everywhere. Mm -hmm. Okay. Waffle House. Okay, Waffle House is something that maybe you've seen on the internet as a bit of a meme. Uh, there was a Waffle House shield maiden who stood down one of her attackers by catching a chair that was thrown at her. Um, those of you who may not know who um, Russell Wilson is and what American football is. You probably know what American football is, but Russell Wilson is this quarterback, all right? I think he's won a Super Bowl. Either way, he plays for the Denver Broncos. He's a multimillionaire mm -hmm. athlete. Mm -hmm. He took his wife... To Waffle House for her birthday. Okay. You know my heart, baby. She posted on TikTok four days ago with a photo of her kissing her husband's cheek as he holds up the menu of the popular 24-7 restaurant chain specializing in breakfast food. The, the star NFL player rented out the entire Waffle House restaurant for his Grammy award-winning wife. The move has been seen as thoughtful by many online as becoming part of a larger discussion about dating etiquette. His wife likes Waffle House, and he took her to Waffle House. There is nothing wrong with that. That man yeah, can that's what whatever she, he wants. That's what she wanted. Right. I don't think – Angel, you like the Waffle House? Uh, Yeah. Like Sometimes it's – I mean, it depends on what you get, it, but it's good. I, I like Waffle House. For me, it depends on what location you go to. Mm -hmm. That's important. Because some, some of them are – 
maybe they just feel dirtier. <laughs> but in general, I I like Waffle House. Uh, I like to go there and have a waffle and some home fries and some eggs and some bacon and some sausage. Because why yeah. the fuck not? It's good. I mean, you know, like you said, some yeah. locations are better than others. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're right about that. Location, location. I mean, it's it's like diner breakfast food. Mm -hmm. I want to go through this list. There are 28 places that have been listed as probably a bad idea for a first date. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to disagree with quite a few of them. Starting at the 28th spot, a sporting event. I kind of agree because you can't really chat with each other. Okay. Um, especially if I'm like, I don't have this problem, but like, if you went on a first date with a girl and you know, I take her to a hockey game, I'm not going to be talking to her much. I'm watching a fucking hockey game. But you know that that's what's happening because you talk on the way before you plan it. True. You talk on the way to the hockey game. Okay. There's intermissions, right? And like, you're there to watch a game. Like if you're expecting somebody to talk to you 24 seven, while you're sitting at a fucking hockey game, you're crazy or any kind of game. That's okay. stupid. Now, I also want to predicate this with this is there is no age bracket for this list because I feel some of these places are within the budget of a young man trying to court a, a young lady, taking her out on a date. Maybe they're both in high school. Maybe he's only making 10 quid at the Wendy's and wants to show this girl a good time as best as he can. Okay. Can't take her to a Fleming's, can't take her to a fucking Hyde Park. Uh, can't take her to some of those uh, fusion restaurants where you get a small square of fake meat and it costs eighty five dollars, you know, plus tip. This is just a generalist. So number twenty eight was uh, sporting events. Number twenty seven, Waffle House. First date, Waffle House. I have to know, you have to know your date now. If you've got yourself a country girl who appreciates herself some sausage gravy. Because you've had these conversations like a normal person. Like, what do you like? You know, you're like, I'm going to show you a good time. Let's have a breakfast date and we can go and have Waffle House. And then we could both have diarrhea at the restaurant together. Now, that's romantic. Um, I don't care who you are. But um, all jokes aside, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. As long as, like, if it's a surprise, like, I'm going to take you someplace fancy and you take her to a Waffle House. If she doesn't laugh, she's not for you, my guy. If she's not like this is funny, she, you you got you got to broom her fast. It's no good. Um, again, the word gratitude comes in mind. Like you have to understand also, and women, I see this a lot too on the TikTok, which is a cancer outside of the the food recipes that I see on there. There are some funny stuff on there. There's no question about it. Christopher and I know that, but a lot of this shit is bad for the culture. It's bad for everybody. Um, I want to be treated like royalty. Well, how come men don't get treated like royalty? You know what I mean? Like, I'm. why don't you take your man out since you've got fancy glasses and nails? Anyway, I could go on. Let's carry on. Number 26, <laughs> a bar just for drinks. Again, probably a staple of first dates across many cultures. That's Especially, you- especially for college-age kids when they're right. first of age to be able to drink. Like, that's the most social kind of environment that you could think of. Like, yes. Everybody's lubing up with alcohol. Right. <laughs> Loosen it up, getting a little bit more social, uh, you know, a little Dutch courage, if you will. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, how about number 20, uh, number 25 is hookah bar. I don't know about first date. What if she doesn't like the smoke? 
Um, I don't I'm, know if I I don't know if I would like a hookah bar. So I wouldn't I, like a hookah bar. I, I, don't I, like... I can't I can't say that I disagree with that. Right. You know, but once that's... again, like you said, sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I think that's a stupid idea for a first date. Let's just go to a place and suck on some tubes. Like, <laughs> but, okay. Not, not that kind you, of tube. <laughs> you you want to go someplace and smoke on some fruit flavored tobacco? <laughs> Yeah. You uh, want to do it? You want to do it while somebody's playing a sitar in the background? That's do, it. Do, 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 do. <laughs> sitar in the background. You want to feel? Yeah. You want to get all Eastern in your religion and shit? Right. That's a little. Uh, that's a little. Wherever I may roam, I like. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, you better pick up on that, Jay. Oh boy, did I ever <laughs> I was gonna say? Did you I didn't ever. pick up on that. You, uh, I would have, I would have been a, ashamed to say that you were a Metallica. Fan. I agree. I would have had my fifth member card revoked. <laughs> right. Um, uh, uh, yeah, that would have been good. Number twenty-four, nightclubs. Now, by nightclubs, I'm taking it. Is this a, uh, as they say in the old days, a discotheque? A la discotheque. Is that what this is, or is this like a rave? Dancing, like- dancing. That's where you're gonna go club and dance and drink. I don't necessarily think that's a bad idea because that's if you can get close. Like, listen, I'm a son of a bitch. If I could find a way to get closer to my lady's ass and her body, I don't give a fuck what it is. Like, you know, I mean, well, and like you said, you you would want to tailor the date to that person, and if that person says they like to dance, show them a good well, time. Then where are you gonna take them? Right. Yep, I agree with that. How about this is a dis- fucking insult if I've ever read one. I'm already upset. Number 23, bowling. Uh fuck you. Bowling, bowling is American is and it's fun. Okay. Yeah. Bowling fun. even if you suck at bowling, it's still correct. Fun. And I suck at bowling. And I, you took I, the, I and I love going bowling. You took the words right out of my mouth. Bowling and sexual intercourse are two things you don't have to be good at to have a fucking good time. Right, you know especially if you're a dude. Especially if you're a dude, it's all it's like, I always, it's like I always say, it's a race, and no matter what, I win. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. So I don't agree with 23. Bowling, I think, is a fine first date. I've gone on bowling dates before. And, you know, you kind of, you, you go, like, you could see the competitive nature of somebody or you, maybe you let the other person win or whatever. I didn't. Um, I'm sorry. This that's not. I, I can't help myself, but every time I hear bowling, I always think of that old song, "Take the Skinheads Bowling." The great song. Yeah, it's a great song. Number twenty-two, somewhere that requires a long drive. Very vague. That can mean anything. A lot of things could take a long drive. What if you're going to a national park that's in the area that you live in? Uh, for a hike together. This list seems kind of shitty. That's why we're going through it. All right. Keep okay. going. All right. Number 21, movie night, Netflix, Hulu, and etc. Why not? Again, I don't know why. I don't know who they asked. Okay, moving on. 19. <laughs> it's number 20. Whatever. <laughs> 19. Number Number 20, A for champion, family <laughs> functions. Now. I agree with that. That I think is fair because I feel that is unnecessary pressure put on the other party. This is your first uh, like uh, foray into dating this other person. They're getting a feel for it. And then you throw family at them. 
Some people's family are fucking wild, man. It might turn them off. Might yeah, be like, you know yeah. what? I'm not so sure. Um, yeah, family functions definitely not that. How about now? This one is an, uh, this one is a huge disrespect for many different reasons, and you're going to agree. The panel will agree with me. Number nineteen, ice cream dates. Uh, what is this, Russia? There's no ice cream. Ice right? cream is an acceptable date. I agree. Let me get you a cone. Oh, it, <laughs> I know somebody who's recently taken some girls out for ice cream and it has scored zero every single time. Maybe they read this list. <laughs> I know who you're talking about. <laughs> I know you're talking about it. I think this individual took them on an ice cream date because he wanted fucking ice cream. And he's fine. I'll take you for some ice cream. Um, yeah, that was really good. Uh, I like that. Christopher, ice cream date. Yay or nay? I mean, I wouldn't be upset. <laughs> I love ice cream, man. Yeah, like, obviously, we do. Who does right? Who doesn't like? I even like ice cream when it's cold outside. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> no, not at all. Like, like it's fucking. It's twenty five degrees outside. You want to go get a milkshake? Fuck yes. <laughs> That's true. I'm with you on that fuck, one. Yeah. Fuck yes, I do. It must be a Midwestern thing. I don't know. Right? Um, if I need to warm up, I'll have a fucking cheeseburger with my milkshake. That's it right there. All about the balance. Yeah, all yeah. That's <laughs> right. Life is all about balance, man. <laughs> so in the wintertime, if you're going to have a milkshake, have a cheeseburger, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, number 18, another one I disagree with, a coffee date. Um, I think that is an excellent opportunity to sit across from somebody and get to know them and chat them up. Why not? Yeah. It's a bad choice. Uh, number 17, it goes from 18 coffee date to number 17 Starbucks in general. I mean, it's kind of like um, your local watering hole sans alcohol. I mean, where the fuck are you supposed to get coffee? Um, you're supposed to get it at a co-op that's run by the people. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Co- a co-op that's run by commies that like to blow each other in the fucking <laughs> in the bean roasting room. <laughs> Dude, I work with a guy who won't drink coffee from Starbucks because it's exploitative. I'm like, right, because your off-brand K-Cups you buy are, are, are fucking put together, manufactured, grown, manufactured, and, and processed and shipped by the most noble people on the planet. He's right. a funny guy, but he's retarded. Um, I drink Starbucks coffee because there's a Starbucks in the building I work at. Sounds like convenience to me, my friend. You know, and it's not cheap either. You know, no, it's Starbucks. It it's not like Starbucks is a cheap place to go get fucking coffee. No, it definitely isn't. But you know but, what? But it, but it is good. They make a good. I'm a big iced coffee fan. Same. I love me a good iced coffee beverage, and their fucking uh, iced mocha latte is magnificent. Excellent. I'm a macchiato guy. I like a nice caramel okay. macchiato. Um, okay. It might be the eye Italian in me. I don't know. We'll see. Um, how about now, now? Number 16, I kind of agree with. Uh, no offense. Taking a first date to church. Uh, neighbor, <clears throat> I do not want to involve <clears throat> the Lord in what I'm trying to do to you. Okay? Consensually, of course. Uh, right. But no, that's. I, I don't think that's a good move. Um, all jokes aside. Not really, because that nothing like that's like taking her to a fucking an either a pro-abortion or anti-abortion rally. Boy, 
you really want to fucking find out how somebody feels. <laughs> hey, honey, yeah, let me take you out show you go a good time. <laughs> it's a fucking anti-abortion rally. <laughs> oh man, it's um, it's it, take yeah. out a scale, like like tell me, girl, on a scale of one to Sahara, how dry is your coochie? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, number 15, The Gym. Also agree, not a good move. Um, I, you do the gym before or after, you know? Um, yeah. I don't think it's a good idea. The gym, no. I don't know. Like, If any of you have taken a date to the gym, and don't be a contrarian and say that you have and you really haven't, because I'm not going to put up with any fucking yeah, lies. Yeah, don't be a piece of shit. Don't be like, well, actually, I, I don't want to hear about your fucking... Uh, uh, you're the exception. You're the um, uh, the outlier. I, I hate that shit. Okay, no, you didn't. Number fourteen, Denny's. Strong disagreement. Um, have you had a grand slam? Once again, is this North Korea? Are we not allowed to have a good time at breakfast? The breakfast date? Come on now. Denny's is decent. It was even better when they let you smoke there. Um, not that I smoke anymore, but I would take it up if Denny's allowed it. Just to smoke at the Denny's. That's a nice experience. Um, number thirteen. I'm not a fan of this place, but I don't think it's a bad move. The IHOP. You can get breakfast, or if your date's like, I don't feel like flapjacks before I suck your dick, uh, I would like to have a chicken sandwich. It has something for everybody, okay? Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think it's a bad move at all. Number 12, a buffet. Well, that depends on what kind of buffet, neighbor. Uh, Is it a Chinese buffet? Uh, What kind of buffet is this? Is this a... Dutch kitchen style buffet where you have a myriad of lovely down home selections. I don't know, guys. I don't know who came up with this list. I'm not saying I would like, I don't have to worry about this. When I go on a date, it's just called going to have fucking dinner because I'm married and I don't have these problems. Right. Or if you have a girlfriend or significant other, you don't have to worry about this. It's like, we're just going, we're getting a meal. We're going to go eat. Okay. So like back in the day when I used to date people, I'd be like, what would you like to do? Where would you like to go? Would you like to get something to eat? Where would you like to eat? Oh, you want to go here? That's I'm okay with that. Let's eat there. Like, I mean, you have conversations with people. You don't just like, oh, this is the first time I'm talking to you. Let's go on a date right now and let me take you to some weirdo fucking place. Like, I don't I don't know what this is, but there's a convert there's conversations that happen before you have the date. Mm-hmm. One would think so like it's i mean i don't know if you don't like some place you just say i I don't like it right Right. i don't want to go there fuck you you know whatever (laughs) like settle down i don't get it i don't get this list all right now it's gonna get better number 11 red lobster i'm sorry uh i guess you're not a classy kind of gal you don't want to go to red lobster for right who doesn't like who and who doesn't like them fucking cheddar bay biscuits? Oh God! You could fucking build They're a building little order little them. little little crack nuggets that they bring you to your table to get you addicted. Yes, and yes. send you home with more. Again, if a, if a gentleman is talking to you know a lady, the gentleman caller says, "Would you like to go to the Red Lobster?" And that bitch don't want to eat there. She says, "No, I don't want to. This is where I want to go. This is where you gonna take me." Like, yeah, she don't want to go there. Don't fuck with that hoe. No, no. Right. <laughs> she is for the street. So you, yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> she's a lady for the streets. A lady for the streets. Mm-hmm. 
Don't fuck with that hoe no mo. No mo. No mo. How about number ten, wing stop? I've never eaten ever eaten at a wing stop. Is that I've never eaten at a wing stop either, and I've heard mixed things. I've heard some people say they got good wings. I've heard some people say that their wings are bad. So all of these so far are just issues with being chain restaurants. Okay. I don't know. Is that what they're saying? So far, all of these seem to be, except for the ice cream, but they didn't mention Dairy Queen by name um, because they know better because that's an act of war. Uh, You don't disrespect Dairy Queen. Um, You don't disrespect the queen. (laughs) You sure fucking don't. Now bring me my scones with clotted cream. (laughs) I do like a scone, Christopher. And sip the tea with the pinky. With the pinky, I do like a scone, it has to be said. Um, How about um, number eight, any fast food chain? What if she likes a double quarter pounder with cheese? I like a double quarter pounder with cheese, but you better not be taking me there on my first date. You hear that, gentlemen? Angel's not putting up with it. If it's like, okay, let's go, let's stop and get some lunch, you know, and like whatever we made plans, like let's go to this McDonald's, that's different. Okay. Do you see what I mean? But it's not the centerpiece of the evening. It's not the centerpiece of the evening. Like if you're going to take me out on a date, take me someplace. Like if we're going to go eat somewhere, I'd prefer a sit down restaurant, like, you know, a place like the Cheesecake Factory or the Red Lobster or whatever, right? Local, you know, or dining a buffet. Or a buffet. Yeah, sure. You know, whatever. I'm, I'm a classy lady. We know. And if if I'm wanting some breakfast foods, an IHOP or a Waffle House. Right. Yeah. I'm down with the IHOP. I love IHOP. Yeah. I always call it IHOP. I'm I'm mixed reviews on that place. The chicken and waffles. I like the pancakes. I I do. I see. I like the pancakes, but my lady does not like pancakes. Well, she would much rather. She would much rather go to a Waffle House. Fair enough. But she'll. Go to IHOP because you can get other breakfast items there. You obviously don't have to get pancakes. And they have a good omelet. That is true. Yeah. yeah. Now, how about this next move? Number seven, your house. Uh, That's bold for a first date is is what I would say. Because I would say that most clearly communicates that I am trying to find the quickest route from dinner to getting in your pants correct i feel like that's what that communicates and that might not sit well with some ladies once again depends on what kind of lady that you fucks with Mm -hmm. because some ladies might be into that yeah she might be dtf she might be like yo make me some fried pork chops throw me some mashed potatoes and then smash this giner (laughs) Right. Or, or maybe jackhammer me like I'm a piece of meat. (laughs) Maybe do the, do the hucklebuck, (laughs) the hucklebuck where you fold me in half and fuck. (laughs) (laughs) And if that's the kind of lady that you got. (laughs) Then so be it, you know, that might not be so bold. Maybe not. Uh, Maybe not. But uh, again, it does kind of depend. Like, you know, what are you inviting yeah. me over to your house for a date for? Right? Are you That's watching a-, a football game? Or, or or is the gentleman cooking? Are you cooking? Yes. Yes. Oh, 
giving you a hot serving of cock meat sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I disagree with number seven. I think that that's acceptable depending on the, the kind of person. Uh, but also, ladies, don't know it. It's dangerous. You don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. You don't know. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, having a date, like, I will say that that's a bold move. And, you know, maybe you're a genuine dude, but like, I would never for like a first date be like, hey, yo, why don't you come over to my house? Yep. Same. I, like, I, I would rather be like, I mean, I, I you could be like, hey, you know, why don't we meet at my house and then we can ride together to right. wherever we're going to eat or whatever. But to just be like, yo, come over to my house. That's a risky maneuver, and it depends on you know what kind of lady you got there. And I'm not disparaging yep. those types of ladies. No, certainly not. To each their own. Uh, yeah, to each, to each their own. own. Like I said, if you you a hucklebuck kind of gal, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no judgment here. You yeah, do no, you boo boo. <laughs> yeah, no, no judgment. <laughs> you um, do you boo boo? What about number six, the movies? I think that's like a staple of American dating scene, or it was for ages. I, I think that's a staple of, or at least it was, at least growing up, of the teenage American dating Okay, scene, fair enough. Is what I would say. That's what, you know, a lot of teenage kids will go to the movies for dates. Like, that's... That's reasonable. Once again, it depends on your demographic. Like I would say, think like maybe now in my 40s or as I'm on the cusp of my 40s here in the next two weeks, uh, that maybe it would be kind of a weird choice nowadays. But once again, just yeah. depending on what kind of person you got, if that's True. what they want to do. But yeah, the house, the movies. Well... The house, the movies, I, movies. I've done quite a few dates at a movie theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done that before too. I've also I've done bowling dates too. That's why, like, yeah. I feel attacked by this list. I, I, yes, there's there are plenty of things. There are plenty of jabs that were thrown at me. Plenty of shanks that have cut into my soul here. Um, the, the going to the movies, I think, is. Uh, but the <clears> thing <throat> is, is, like, is it like the quintessential 80, 80s movie where you're trying to put your arm around your date? Or like maybe, you know, put your dick in the popcorn thing and maybe she'd jerk you off. I'm not doing that. Like I paid like you know, nowadays it's like a hundred dollars to go to the movies with snacks. We're here to see the movie, sister. If you want to play with my dick and balls, we'll get in the car afterwards and figure that right. out. But for this kind of money, you're gonna eat the popcorn and we're gonna watch this fucking movie film. That's gonna, what's happening. Hey, here. you're gonna eat the fucking popcorn, you're gonna eat them goddamn peanut M and M's. Mm. You're going to yes. drink your Coca-Cola and you're going to shut the fuck up and put your goddamn phone away and watch the fucking movie. <laughs> now, number five here, Angel's going to be absolutely on the, t the side of the author of this list because she hates this place. And I know she does. Number five, ladies and gentlemen, the Olive Garden. No, do not take me <laughs> to a fucking date at the Olive Garden. Their food used to be good. It used to be delicious. OK, their salad and breadsticks are on point the rest of that shit is microwaved garbage that they it comes fucking frozen ain't nobody putting any effort in that shit anymore i'm telling you it's gone down like it went downhill like years ago okay years ago all right i know you felt strongly about that that's what i was looking forward to reading i that. would i would go there for the salad and breadsticks alone agreed 
Agreed. Uh, maybe some I Italian wedding zoppa. Um, if you want to wash out, clean out your bowels with that soup. Wedding um, soup. Now, <laughs> number four, I take umbrage with, and I'm going to tell you why. This was the place I took my wife on our first day. Well, it was part of our first date. It wasn't the only thing we did. We started our evening out at number four, Chipotle. Um, I don't know what the problem is. Uh, like, is this an anti-burrito thing? Like, wh what is this? Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with going <laughs> to a Chipotle um, unless, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't agree with that. I, don't, I think it's okay to get to know. I think a meal at a decent place is a good, is a good location to like talk to each other. And you can also see if a son of a bitch chews with his mouth open, then you know that he is not for you and she is not for you. Um, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I think Chipotle is acceptable, obviously. Cause I mean, yeah, I think it works. I think yeah. it works. I think it's good. Okay. But like you didn't, that's not the only thing you did. That was just like, you know, snacks on the way to the, other events correct yes that was the start of the evening yeah uh, but it happened to be the first place that her and i sat down and ate together at uh which was nice now how about number three this is once again a disrespect uh mm -hmm. i don't appreciate it at all number three chilies what's the fucking problem with the chilies restaurant i don't know what's the deal is this this is a joke like people don't like chilies they don't like uh they don't like having a good time like what? What is this all about here? Chris there's no clarification on these. Uh, no, Christopher, how, do you have a strong opinion for the chilies? Chilies is okay. All right. How about number two? I know Angel's going to tell me that she's not going to want to go there with anybody. Number two is Applebee's. Mm. Yeah. Applebee's, like, if you're going to go there and maybe have an appetizer and hang out at whatever, like okay but like they their meals have not been the greatest all, like over time okay so i don't think that's a good place to just go and eat in general not necessarily for a date i mean just like even just to eat and number one at the top of this list is in fact the cheesecake factory the cheesecake factory is the bomb diggity i don't know what's happening but these people Ain't got it right because like that should be busting, yo. <laughs> on God. On God. Yeah, on no God, cap. on God. No cap. No cap. Dead ass. Dead ass. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so that's the list. Um, I, I don't know if I would add certain do not take a first date to a place that you frequent often. Like I have a greasy spoon that I go to that I've been going to since I was uh, you know, three days old. Uh, it's right down the street from where I live. Uh, it is a family location. Christopher has been to this location. It's one of my favorite places to go. If she's not the one, you don't bring her there. Okay? Because then if she shows up while you're there, it is tainted if it doesn't work mm -hmm. out. Tainted. And not the kind of taint tickling you want. Um, there's, there's that. I think pizza's a good date. If you go to a nice place and get a slice... Uh, I know that my New Jersey people and New York area people would be like, yeah, I mean, they get, get a Coke and a slice and sit down. I think that's a good place to go. Um, anyway, so that's the list. And if you haven't been to the Cheesecake Factory because you're a fucking health freak or you don't like to have fun, whatever. I reckon it has something for everybody, including vegans. Okay. The menu is the size of the Old Testament. 
you will find something that you like, okay? And if you don't, you can drink water and have a piece of their pumpernickel bread, which is phenomenal. Um, so, yeah, I disagree entirely with most of that list. And some of these things I do agree with. Uh, so, next, I want to talk to you guys about this. So, you guys know that a lot of people in this country are on some form of Adderall, right? Adderall, or they're taking um, uh, different kind, different variations of the stimulant. Okay. Do you know that there is a shortage of Adderall in this country? I did hear something about that. Yes. It is so bad, fam, use guys on God, that people are beginning to turn to methamphetamine. Methamphetamine because of the Adderall shortage. The U.S. Food and Drugs Administration announced an official Adderall shortage in October of last year. People are struggling to get their hands on the medication for over a year. They can become reliant on the drug. You mean you could get addicted to amphetamines? I had no idea. Meaning that if they stop taking it suddenly, they cannot think or function properly. This is what happens to me when I don't have ice cream. The dependence can drive people with ADHD to the black market to get their dopamine hit. Meth and Adderall are amphetamines and central nerve, nervous stimulants, which help redress the dopamine imbalance in people with ADHD. Garrett Ruscher, a licensed social worker in New York who counsels people who use drugs, told the Daily Breast that clients who have ADHD but never have tried meth before have started inquiring about safer meth use inquiring about the effects saying i can't get my medication i need to find something to help me function by the way i had a friend of mine tell me that methamphetamine was the greatest drug he had ever used because you could do meth then you could clean your house bang your wife go clean your house some more bang her again go run a marathon fuck again I already would have had a heart attack about two fucks ago and after running around like a maniac. Yeah, yeah. He also says you don't sleep for three fucking days, which doesn't sound like fun to me at all. No, that sounds um, awful. Now, listen to this. It comes as Britney Spears' ex, uh, Adnan Khalib, said recently he feared for the pop star as they, she would overdose on Adderall back in 2008. The ongoing Adderall issue has been attributed to worker and supply shortages as the Israel-based, well, you're not getting it now, Teva Pharmaceuticals, which has made one out of four branded generic Adderall pills dispensed at U.S. pharmacies last year. It is also linked to soaring rates of new prescriptions being doled out during the pandemic when telehealth services proliferated thanks to COVID-era prescription rule that loosened the criteria. Adderall is used to treat ADHD, hyperactive, and has a mixture of stimulants, amphetamine, and dextroamphetamine. Among almost 5 million American adults use prescription stimulants, such as Adderall. In 2021 alone, 41.4 million prescriptions for the drug were dispensed. Both meth and Adderall can be abused. You don't say. Britney Spears said that uh, she was uh, hooked on it. And that's why she was placed uh, on a mental health conservative ship under her father. She's kind of gone off the deep end, hasn't she, lately? There was a video of her dancing around with knives or some shit like that. Um, and uh -huh. it, it 
it caused people to be a little bit concerned. Um, I don't know. Do you think that's because of meth use or amphetamine use? Like, what's the deal? Um, I, I mean, probably that and other things. Like, I mean, she's constantly, like, doing shit all the time. I don't know. Like, I mean, yeah, if you do meth, like, and you're doing it in, like, high amounts, like, eventually it'll take your its toll on you. You know, like, I don't know. Was she doing straight meth or was she doing? No, no. She was taking yeah, ADHD medication, amphetamine. I don't know. I mean, was she abusing it? Well, I mean, she was hacking away at like the camera with these knives and dancing around with knives. And people are like, hey, uh, are you OK? <laughs> are, are you feeling OK? Um, but anyway, so, yeah, there's an ADHD medication uh, shortage. Well, I mean, what are you going to do? I, I don't I mean, I don't take it, so I don't know. But I, I'm, I'm sorry for people that uh, that do and can't get their medication. Um, what do you you know? Do I think the pandemic or whatever had a negative impact on people's mental health? <laughs> yeah, I do. And speaking of bad mental health. Let's segue over now. All of you know that we're huge fans of the cops on this show. Tremendous. We back fans of cops. Back the blue. This is from Baton Rouge, Louisiana, down in the swamp or the deep cut or whatever. In a recent revelation that sends chills down the spine of those familiar with the Holman Square revelations in Chicago, the Baton Rouge Police Department has come under intense scrutiny for allegations of a torture warehouse eerily echoing those harrowing tales we talked about the chicago torture warehouse the police had that's been on we've we've had it on the show okay the disturbing discoveries underscore a pervasive trend for covert police operations and the length some officers will go to abuse their power the baton rouge police department is currently reeling from lawsuits and investigations relating to a facility dubbed the brave cave Turnell Brown and Jeremy Lee, two victims of the ominous facility, have come forward with their experiences. Both stories, both their stories are a crude reminder of the unchecked power and brutal tactics that some police officers resort to. For those unfamiliar, Holman Square in Chicago was a secretive police detention facility where detainees were reportedly held without legal counsel, subject to physical abuse, went missing from official records. The story of the Brave Cave draws chilling parallels turnell brown a 47 year old grandmother narrates an ordeal of being sexually humiliated following an unnecessary strip and body cavity search all stemming from a traffic stop due to a window tint even after clarifying that she possessed legal prescription drugs brown was forcibly taken to the brave cave where she underwent what her legal term what her legal team terms illegal strip searches Similarly, Jeremy Lee's experience sounds straight out of a dystopian narrative. Arrested and taken to the warehouse, Lee was allegedly subjected to such intense physical abuse that the jail demanded he receive hospital treatment before being admitted. Upon his arrival at the warehouse, the surveillance footage suggests that officers deliberately turned off their body cameras, a telling act that speaks volumes, before claiming he charged officers, giving them reason to beat him to a pulp. While these incidents are harrowing, they are hardly isolated. 
Lee was detained simply for being found on a porch, suggesting that the threshold for being taken to such uh, facilities is shockingly low. Brown's detention for a mere window tent and subsequent treatment for possessing legal prescription drugs points to a system that not merely is broken, but is actively predatory. These cases bring forth a crucial question. How many more individuals detained for minor offenses or simple misunderstandings have faced similar treatment? Adding credence to the claims of Brown and Lee, the fact that multiple officers have since been arrested for their roles in the insidious facility. Three Baton, uh, Baton Rouge police officers have been hit with criminal charges as investigators probe allegations that a street crime unit turned an unmarked warehouse dubbed the Brave Cave into a torture chamber where, incident, where innocent people were assaulted, stripped, and subjected to body cavity searches, the police chief said Friday. Deputy Chief Troy Lawrence Jr. was or senior, excuse me, was charged with simple battery, obstruction of justice, malfeasance in office, and theft, and was placed on paid administrative leave. Baton Rouge Police Chief Murphy Paul said. Sergeant Jesse Barcelona, I mean that's a hell of a name, was charged with obstruction of justice, malfeasance in office, and theft. Paul said. And Corporal Todd Thomas was charged with theft, obstruction of justice, malfeasance in office, and simple battery. Ryan Thompson, an attorney representing the victims, emphasized the importance of due process, highlighting the glaring procedural breaches. Strip searches, as per the department policy, should involve medical professionals, supervisory clearance, and legal warrants. In the case of both Brown and Lee, these protocols appear to have been conspicuously ignored. While the focus is currently on Baton Rouge, or Baton Rouge, as I like to say, um, we are reminded of the broader issue at play. Holman Square was a stark indicator of covert police operations and unchecked authority. Now with a revelation about the Brave Cave, I keep wanting to say Bat Cave when I see that, the Bat Cave, um, uh, but even Batman wouldn't do this, not the regular people, you know, maybe bad guys. Uh, it becomes evident that such practices are not limited to major cities like Chicago. The fact that individuals like Brown and Lee who were detained for minor infractions or even mere presence were subjected to such dehumanizing treatments indicates a deeply entrenched culture of abuse, which we have documented on this podcast. This is not merely about Baton Rouge or Chicago. This is about an insidious mindset that considers certain lives disposable all in the name of intelligence gathering or maintaining ostensible semblance of control. The solution doesn't lie only in shuttering these facilities or disbanding specific units, as the police department has claimed to do. It requires an in-depth reckoning with a system that allows for such abuse to take place. While the FBI investigation into the department continues, it's imperative to keep the spotlight on the issue. How many more of these places hide in the shadows? Well, the FBI is too busy going after Trump voters um, and not paying attention to much anything fucking else, and you're getting 33 years to life, uh, for being on the grounds of the Capitol, or maybe not even being there, like Joe Biggs got, what, fucking 22 years or whatever it was, just by guilt of association. The FBI is far more concerned with that than it is some grandmother getting illegally stripped searched without a warrant and embarrassing her. Just, um, mm -hmm. it's, it's, more, it's more of the same. Now... This might get Angel's attention because she's into this sort of thing. She likes to read about. Well, this. I was going to say, like, there was this documentary. I was trying to find it really quick, but I, I wasn't able to find it. It's on Amazon Prime. Um, and it's like the North. I want to say North Dakota, but it could also be Nebraska. Like it's some kid 
it's like the North Dakota experiments or Nebraska experiments, something like that. This kid got in trouble for holding like marijuana many moons ago. Mm -hmm. And he was uh, contracted by the police department um, to go ahead and snitch on people and everything else. And he ended up dead, of course, yeah. um, as a result of this. And there was like an investigation into it. And I can't remember exactly what it's called. I'll have to look it up. And maybe you can put it in the show notes, but it's similar. So like, you know, you start like you can watch the preview and it you like the cops talking to the kid like, you know, you're going to help yourself out by doing this. And like, you're going to do everything exactly like I say, don't tell your parents, don't tell your attorney, don't this, that and the other thing. Nobody knew that he was on the fucking books doing this shit because it was like a behind the scenes shady fucking deal and they were going to let him off of like, you know, whatever amount it was that he was like holding drugs. I think it was marijuana. It could have been something else. Um, but they like he ended up dead as a result of like his dealings with the law and like he was scared shitless and nobody knew what was going on and he ended up dead and there was like this big investigation and it came to light. Terrible. It is terrible. So speaking of terrible. Uh, did you know that Ohio law does not prevent sex offenders from handing out candy for Halloween? I mean, is this some just like bullshit, like fucking statement, or is this something real? Is what I said a bullshit statement? Because no, it's not. Because technically, they're not supposed to be around minor children, like. And they shouldn't be handing out candy. But if there is not a law specifically written that says pedophiles can't hand out candy, like, you know, convicted sex offenders, whatever, like, what does that entail? What are you talking about? Uh, I'm just talking about specifically people were worried in the uh, in the motherland about kids going up to homes and um, getting candy uh, from uh, people who are uh sex offenders um that, that was uh, somebody who brought it up as a concern and i also am concerned about that because there's somebody who lives on the same street as my parents who is a convicted four four felony count sexual offender on his own daughters uh and uh they were passing out candy i know that because i was passing out candy at my parents house and i'm like motherfucker like they're passing out candy um again Folks, if you got kids, you got young kids, and even if you don't have young kids, watch out for them. Make sure that nobody tries to fucking hurt them. Um, you never, you never know what kind of monsters are waiting for you out there. Just be careful. That's all I have to say. But speaking of being careful, this really doesn't apply to any of us. But you're gonna like this one. So serial killings, right? Everybody loves to read about. Well, I mean, at least I've heard. True crime is a very exciting thing for many people. Well, we had some of that here in the Buckeye State. Columbus woman called a serial killer by Ohio State Attorney General is accused of meeting men for sex and then drugging them, sometimes fatally, with the intent of robbing them. Oh, like Eileen Warnos? Yes. Okay. On Wednesday, a Franklin County grand jury charged Rebecca Auburn, 33 years old, with the following. And by the way, if you saw this lady, you would guess that she was in her upper 50s. It's rough. Four counts of murder. Four counts of involuntary manslaughter. Five counts of aggravated robbery, five counts of fel felonious assault, five counts of corrupting another with drugs, one count of tampering with evidence, and four counts of trafficking in drugs. 
all of these charges are felonies. Who was the guy that got away that ratted on her? I don't know. During a task force investigation, Attorney General Dave Jost said Auburn, it's born, not burn, Auburn was connected to several overdoses and robberies, including an attempted overdose on uh, the 13th of December of 2022, fatal overdose on the 15th of January of 23, fatal overdose on April 1st, 3rd of 2000, uh, 13th, excuse me, of 2023, and another one on June 17th, 2023. She was previously charged with aggravated robbery, felonious assault, murder, corruption of another with drugs, trafficking, illegal manufacture. In connection with the January 15th incident, she's been held in Franklin County Jail since September 11th on uh, arresting of those charges. The task force comprised of detectives from the Columbus Division of Police and the Ohio Borough of Criminal Investigation believes that there may, may be other victims, Yo said. The focus on the investigation stretches from December 2022 to August of 2023. The detectives are looking at the areas around Interstate 71, State Route 161, Cleveland Avenue, and East 17th Avenue. Yost asked anyone with information related to overdose deaths occurred during those times of, time periods near those locations to call the homicide unit. Uh, she's, let me give you, Christopher, you have to see this lady. You have to see this lady. I want this is um this is her right here. This is Rebecca right there. That is rough stuff right here. This lady does not look like she's 33. I'm 40 fucking three and I look younger than she does. Um great hair on her though. Great hair. This is fuck me, man. Oh, so yeah, even here in the Buckeye State, we have interesting things happening, uh, and Rebecca has been going on a tear down there. So, I don't know, man. Um, Chris, I got to ask you, though, what is the obsession with, you think, like, true crime, man? Like, I, I, there's so many people who fucking eat that shit up, and I, and I don't understand it. I don't know. I think it's the... Uh... There's a certain allure to, like, the dark side of human nature. There's I think that's fasc- fair. There's a fascination with it, you know what I mean? Like, for some people, not necessarily that they're, like, bad people, but they have, like, they're fascinated by people that do bad things, you know, like, the psychology behind it. Right. The story behind it, like... Like, I'm not big into it, but I get people that are. Like, I, I can understand the circumstance. The psychology and the advancement of the science in order to do, I don't know, research into potentially figuring <clears throat> out what makes people tick, I understand the science behind it. I do have a sneaking suspicion, and I have some relations who are fucking obsessed with it. And it's like they enjoy reading about it. And, like, you know, Every time, like, okay, it's like somebody's kid got fucking chopped up. And, like, there's, you know how the whole Ted Bundy thing, like, there are women that wrote to him that were in love with him. And, like, this guy would have fucking tied you up and murdered you, too, if he could have. You know, the whole, I can fix him. You know, <laughs> like, there's some things I don't understand. I, I, some things I do not understand. And one of them is the obsession with, like, true crime and, like, serial killers 
apart from the psychology, the forensics behind it. That 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 I get. But just like the gore of it, like it's not like a movie. I mean, this shit really happened, you know, to real people. Yeah. Um, I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure. So I mean, to that end of it, there's a lot of sick people out there. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, they're like they're different. Like you obviously are not a serial killer. I am obviously not a serial killer. Chris, as far as we know, obviously is not a serial killer, that right? Was, that was rude. <laughs> That was rude. No, I know Chris. He's not a serial killer. A killer of cereals, maybe. Maybe. I am. Definitely. I'll murder a box of cereal. <laughs> but like. The Especially people, if it's the right cereal. Yeah. Like the people that go and kill multiple people, like they're not the norm. So people are like, why are you doing this? Like they want to know what it's about. They're curious. You know, like. I want to know why people do stuff. I'm always about the why. Uh, that's fair, I guess. I, I just, it, it always strikes me as being a little bit odd at the same time. Um, well, yeah, I mean, if you're a freaking weirdo and you're like, oh, I love serial killers because I'm, I'm a fucking weirdo. Like, do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I don't about? think they ever come out and admit it, though. You know what I mean? Or you like, know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Like, I, the, I, the one, like, the ladies who, who will, like, marry the serial killer when they're in jail yes. and have sex with them. Like, something's wrong with you. I, I couldn't agree with you more. You know, but, couldn't like, agree. being curious about it, like, what they, what people did, like, you know. Fair enough. Stories or whatever. Like, right. it reminds you what the fuck is outside that door. Your ass better get with the program because it's a fucking dog-eat-dog world, dude. Somebody's going to get you. That it is. Better and watch your ass. Better watch your ass. Speaking of watching better, your ass, and I said that. wash your ass. Better, yeah. Oh, we'll get to that. We will get to that in good time. Um, so I said I would, we'd talk about politics a little bit just real quick. For those of you that are, um, you know, hip to this jive, as it were, Robert Kennedy uh, Jr. is receiving 22 percent, uh, according to the latest poll, as an independent candidate in a three-way race, a threesome on your asshole. <laughs> uh, but he's receiving 22 percent. That doesn't mean he's going to win, but that pretty much means that it might cost whatever clown the Republicans put forward. Like Joe Biden's going to win again. Joe Biden's going to win again. I thought that this would impact Democrats more, but he's peddling he's uh, peddling his wares to the anti-vax people, like Christopher said, and those are by far more conservative, as Christopher elucidated to the last time we talked about this. He was absolutely right. He's definitely pandering to them. He's kind of changing his direction on uh, the Second Amendment. You know, people, he still doesn't like the NRA. I also don't like the NRA. Uh, I don't find them to be radical enough. With that being said, um, we also were avoiding talking about um, election season uh, murderers that have gone on crime sprees right just in the nick of time before things get moving in, a, in election season. And people call us fucking crazy because we're like, huh, interesting that these things would happen. Interesting. Just like several of these murderers have the identical fucking armored layout, uh, the same rifles that are super expensive. All of that. But anyway, I'm sure it's all a fucking coincidence anyway. So Robert F. Kennedy is polling well, which means either it's going to mean Joe Biden wins the election or the CIA is going to fucking kill him just like they killed his father and his uncle before him. Uh, so good luck to Robert. Sleep with one eye open. 
Um, good luck to him. I don't have anything else for this week. Uh, this is um, it's been great to uh, get back together and chat with everybody. Hope you enjoyed the episodes we had uh, with our dear friend Elliot in the Pacific Northwest. But does anybody have anything before we call it a night, Christopher? Starting with you. Bit shoot. Doing the bit shoot. I appreciate that. Bit shoot has grown. Um, we are very proud of uh, the small but dedicated audience we have on there who has uh, pushed our views up. Thank you very much. Angel, what do you have? Bit shoot number two. Bit shoot number two. I also encourage check out the sub stack. Talk about uh, Richard Spencer, um, where there's some tongue punching of fart boxes that got Christopher rolling. And I consider that a major win, a major win indeed. So check out the sub stack if you have a minute. It's free. Uh, also, if you're interested in being a patron, it's two bucks, little man. Put that shit in my hand. If your money doesn't show, then you owe me, owe me, owe my jungle love. It's only two extra dollars. Yep. Two extra dollars. And you get the like we have a catalog that's almost four years old. Uh, lots of extra stuff. Saudi Agorist is on there. We have a lot of friends that are on there on the B side. Great catalog going back a number of years. You can see how things evolved and changed from between then and now. Check it out if you want to support the show. Uh, we would like to thank our sponsors, agorisnexus.com. We'd also like to thank Fairly Decent Golf, our dear partner and friend Bobby on Instagram and TikTok. Ray Fab, a fine art and design from the Great Lakes. Congratulations to her winning first prize at the art gallery in B-Town. I was able Yay. to stop out there on Friday. A lot of talented people, a lot of wonderful local artists in this area. I love art. I love to see it. And it all made fucking sense to me. It was cool. I liked it. But I'm glad that the home team won. I root for the home team. So proud of her. Congratulations. And, of course, I paint Akron. All accidents are happy accidents. Stay tuned to the Facebook page. If you're looking to do a paint and sip event, she's painting Snoopy for Christmas time. And nothing says Christmas like Jesus Christ and Snoopy. Uh, go for the win. If you want to get uh, actually have a good time, drink a little bit, but also learn how to paint from somebody who is a trained, educated artist. This is your opportunity. And also, I would like to thank what? Herring. What? I was just going to say... Um we want to make a shout out to professor dave because napoleon movie is coming up professor dave and i are working out on a date where we can all go and see the napoleon movie it looks phenomenal visually stunning uh it's going to be a really good time looking forward to that team mandalore keeps cycling very weird thank you very much also for your sponsorship ladies and gentlemen we've come to the conclusion of the show this morning when i took the dog out it's cold 30 degrees not including the wind chill a lot of not a lot of snow but there was a dusting it stuck to the ground it was cold enough the day before that it was 29 degrees when i took the dog out in the park in the morning 5 30 in the morning brisk cold cold way to start your day this is the time of year that flannel pajamas flannel sheets get broken out maybe you're getting in bed a little bit closer to that special someone trying to stay warm someone like me keeps the heat at 30 or excuse me at 64 degrees i wish it was 34 at 64 degrees maybe you're cutting a little too close Maybe your other half realizes that you haven't washed in a couple of days and the ball vinegar stink is starting to come up and attack her nose. Maybe you try to get a little hump in there and then you realize your other half has terrible smelly vagina problems. Why? <laughs> Why? Because they're not washed with Todd's gay soap. They're not taking care. They're not listening to their soap. They're not listening to their body. They're not taking care of the largest organ that you have, which no, is not your cock. It is in fact your skin. Check out Akron Apothecary Todd's Gay Soap. Listen to your soap. 
Listen to your friends. Listen to your lover. Be clean. Stay strong. Stay focused. But stay clean with Todd's Gay Soap from Akron Apothecary. Get ready for Native American, or excuse me, American Indian Heritage Month, excuse me, because Thanksgiving's coming up. Listen, you want to have a good Thanksgiving. You want to have a good Friendsgiving. We have a Friendsgiving that we're going to be attending. Super stoked for that. Do not fucking stink with your friends or your family. Show some goddamn respect. Wash with Todd's gay soap. Let the gay hands work their magic all over your balls, your underboob, fat folds, ass crack, the dung ditch. Deep in the cut, as my friend Christopher says, take care of yourself and use Todd's Gay Soap because Todd's Gay Soap is so for that ass. My voice changer isn't working. But anyways, if you don't want to smell like rot, make sure you wash that juicy twat. (laughs) (laughs) That was fucking great. I love you guys. Have a great week. See ya.